All right, everybody, welcome to Tesla Today. It looks like the economy is turning around and we're heading to another boom cycle. And when that happens, Tesla stock and Tesla's business should actually do much better than it did last year. So I'm excited now to start talking about the different businesses that Tesla's progressing in and what are we expecting for Tesla to appear uh, in three years, five years, and 10 years. So I've asked uh, Alexandra Mertz, many of you know her, she's Tesla Boomer Mama. Um, and asked her to give me her guidance and what she's been thinking about and what her projections are. Welcome, Alexandra. Thank you. Hi, Herbert. Nice to be here. Awesome. So I know that you were just at the Tesla takeover event in California, and you were on a panel. You talked about the three, five-year, 10 years, and so we've been tweeting that out. So I wanted you to sit down with me and actually break it down and tell me in detail how you came up with these projections. Sure. Um, so first of all, let's face it, the theme, the three, five, ten year theme was yours, actually, Herbert. Thanks to you that we came up with that theme and we jumped on the panel. You were supposed to be with Farzad and then Brian joined and then Amy and me joined. Um, and, and it was really big fun because we had half an hour to break this down, which is not a lot of time given given the, the subject. Um, why did I like talking about it? Because about three weeks ago, uh, another YouTuber asked me uh, to, to be interviewed and, um, and to have a 10-year uh, price target. So I was asking myself, shall I do, you know, what the Garys of this world meaning you know lie, uh, laying out the certain revenue models and then discounting it back to today's share price thinking about earnings per share and I, I just told myself that's nonsense I mean don't tell him but it is um, I mean I know that's what gives them the structure they need and and you know each to each their own but that's not what what I am about and that's not why I invest in Tesla you know if, if I would have that mindset I would still invest how I did 10, 20 years ago, having a diversified portfolio, having hardly any stock over 5%, only the real winners between 5 and 10, always trim at 10%, you know, the old diversification rules. And I threw this all out of the window once I was sitting in a Tesla and realized that this is really changing everything. And more I learned about Tesla, more the everything became bigger. So I thought, well, let's try to take this from a very high level. Let's think what will be revenue and profit bringers in 10 years, because that was the initial question I had. And, uh, and that came to four different fields. There will be cars, and we already know that Tesla aims for 20 million cars in 2030, but I was trying to come to a price target in 2033. So I said, well, fair enough. Let's just leave it at 20 million. Let's not go higher than that. So for 2033, I still left it at 20 million cars per year. And then I thought, okay, where will energy be by then? Um, and, uh, and Elon has given us a clear indication that energy will at least catch up with, um, with cars. So I had these two indicators. Then I had a third indicator that was important to me, which was my question to Elon at the shareholder meeting, where I, you probably remember how I was nagging the poor guy again and again, because I wanted to get out of him what I needed, which was what was um, the top margin he expected for cars, cars including software as a service and energy. And uh, he clearly said energy would be 20 to 25%. So that was a good indicator. He mumbled and stumbled around the car stuff, but he said, okay, let's say we have a car margin 
of about 20% with software as a service, I think we can get to 80. Um, so four times more. And um, and then he later on in that CNBS interview with Faber in the same evening, he said 70. Okay, so I had that as an indicator. That was the scale of added um, operating margin through software as a service. And then we have the bots. So I listened to all these interviews on AI Day on on when they when they showed the bot and bot revenue, bot utility seems just endless. So I thought, well, what's endless? Let's put it at the same level than the software services for the car sector. So I had my four playing fields. I had my car numbers, I had my energy numbers, I had my FSD numbers and I've bought some and that's exactly what it is. So for 10 years, I don't even, I'm not even sure that they will actually sell 20 million cars or whether they will produce 20 million cars and use it all in our network. That's a completely other theme that we could probably fill an hour with, but let's just leave it there. So that is 10x from now. We're going to make between 1.8 and 2 million this year, probably closer to 1.8. Um, energy will double that. FSD will more than double that. So you have cars. One block, you have energy, the same block, you have twice that block for FSD and the same double block for bots. So that comes then to sales of $6 trillion, right? This year we are at $100 billion. So this is 60 times 2023. <laughs> but what's even more important is profitability. Profitability for, of FSD and bots is so much more. So this is software profitability. So I, I put it randomly at 50%, which is actually conservative, which is a mix of the 20, 25%, 20% of the cars, 25% of energy, and whatever the software as a service is. So those are my 10-year numbers. And so they're not accounting numbers. They are not, you know, uh, nitty-gritty getting into how much of this is research and development and how much of that are whatever else expenses. This is really... a top-down look of where I think Tesla is going to be in, in 10 years. And then at the same time, um, funnily enough, you know how sometimes things happen, um, Tesla Talk, which is which is an account I, I like to follow, uh, published his outlook up to 2030. So this is a seven-year outlook. Um, if you could show his tweet, that would be really helpful here because he did this with a quarterly analysis. He did this in a more... Um, step-by-step -step analysis, but he came obviously to the same four blocks, EV sales, energy, he called it battery storage, robotaxis, what I call uh, software as a service, and Optimus, which I call the bots. So we have the same four blocks, and then he had this beautiful animated Excel uh, chart with it. I mean, I just wish I knew how to do this. So maybe you can mm -hmm. just hold them if you can in the middle, oh, well, let them run. So you see on the bottom, you see it currently, so this is 2023, 2024 yet, the blue line is what we watch most, right? Where the institutional investors get their heartache if there's a price cut and whatever, okay? This is EV sales. And you have energy, which this year contributed, this last quarter contributed about 6% only. I mean, 
it was a good quarter, but it, it shows how difficult it is to account for energy in a very short term. So it was 6% only of that. And then you see here, beginning of 2025, he has that pink line on the bottom, which is the bot, still you know very small. Mm -hmm. And you have RoboTaxi picking up for the first time the purple line in the first quarter of 2025. Now let it run a bit, please. So here we go, car still up, car still up. And now <laughs> look it. what is happening. <laughs> exactly. So look what's happening. So energy is picking up. It's still about a third of uh, EV sales. So the same scenario, and we're getting to my three and five year a bit later, but you have Robotaxis and the bots now picking up in steep lines because that is that software operating income. That is completely different, a completely different scale. So keep on going. Here we go to the moon, right? And now you suddenly see, watch that blue line of EV sales how it becomes less important. Now, why is it less important? Because software as a service, you don't only make the year you sell the car, but you make it during the lifetime of the car. So your time, your total addressable market is not only the car sold this quarter or this year, it's the car sold all the time and soon the competitors cars. So your whole market is so much bigger, but keep on going. You see how these EV sales, yet the, the line is steep, just becomes so much less important. Now energy catching up on the bottom and the bots and the taxis just going out. So again, this is the seven-year outlook. I, I, I mean, loved obviously the animation, thought this was absolutely the best way of showing it. He gets uh, to, uh, to numbers that are obviously very impressive as well. Mine are higher because they're three years later. But um, honestly, at Tesla Talk, so Tesla is T-S-L-A, follow the guy, he is good. He's really good. He got it and he was able to show it in a really nice chart. So what do you think, Herbert? Whoa. <clears throat> well, I guess what I was initially thinking about was the timing of RoboTaxi. I think I saw their 2024, 2025, when it starts to take off. And uh, I think that one, it's, it, so I've always said that robotaxi and the ability for full self-driving, it's happening sooner than we think. But I don't, I, I never actually said that I think that, you know, that you can actually be able to charge consumers, consumers will actually pay you, you'll actually make a revenue stream, because it's likely going to be city by city or state by state, maybe for lucky approval, and you need time to get things going. So, although... For me, the stock will skyrocket as soon as everybody realizes that FSD is sure. inevitable and it's happening. Mm. But in terms of actual revenue, it might be slower than I think. That's just my which you will thought. see actually, which you will see actually in my chart. So my charts are less animated, um, and I am more conservative in the three year, just because I don't think there is going to be uh, there is going to be much. Uh, so that's still does uh, talk. So me in three years, they will have moved from 1.8 million cars this year to 5 million cars. So about a 3x energy added this year, 6% or this quarter extrapolated will be 6% um, will then add 20%. 
FSD for me only adds 10%. So 10% is actually still this model that either they sell them upfront or they sell them, um, they sell them on this monthly basis. So by then, for me, FSD is not a huge contributor yet. But this, the sheer volume of cars and energy bringing a stable revenue and FSD being then stably at 10% will bring sales to 350 billions with 45 billions of profits. So that is a very conservative. You don't even need to believe in FSD yet for this three-year scenario. Okay, this is still very, this. very... Okay. Very easily. Five million cars is doable. It's going to happen. We've got the compact car. We'll have the Cybertruck. You'll have the revised Model 3. You have the Model Y continue to grow. All of this, very doable. Energy only 20%. Absolutely. That's that's very, very good. FSD 10%. Thank you. I appreciate you. Three years. That gives me plenty of time for things to keep happening. And like you said, you just took in just the uptake, uh, right? The uptake on just the FSD purchase is not necessarily RoboTaxi. So 350 billion of sales. We're currently at close to 100 billion. So this, this you, I'd assume that the stock will three x. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. That is that is about that uh, that uh, projection. So let's move on to five years because in five years I do see I do see the shift. So now we're at 10 million. Why we're 10 million? Because all the factories have ramped, right? Now we're putting them out like hot breads. So we're 10 million cars. Energy will have ramped and stabilized, now adding a third. FSD will now add 25%. So this could already be a robotaxi scenario, but it could also only be that now a fourth of the cars are subscribing on a regular basis to FSD. And here we have the first bots sold outside of the Tesla network, but just 10%. So this is still quite conservative in five years. I don't think I went over the moon in five years. I think I'm going really crazy for 10 years. They will call me crazy old lady once this <laughs> goes out. But uh, I don't think this is exaggerated. So just this, you don't see the world uh, robotaxi here yet, right? Just this adds to 800 billion of sales, out of which 100 billion of profits. I so like this it is also. 20, yeah. 28. Yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. I like this also. The 10 million cars, I'm a believer that this is going to happen in five years. Um, I just spoke to, um, uh, to Gary Black, and he thinks that 10 million is actually we're going to, we're going to top out in, um, mm -hmm. in 2030. Mm -hmm. And his position is simply, well, Toyota's never hit more than 10 million, you know, mm -hmm. or 12 million. So that's really more likely. And, you know, no car company has ever hit 20%. I think that's all hogwash. 10 million is mm -hmm. absolutely doable. Um, uh, again, I just named the reasons why. Energy at 33%, absolutely agree. The, the question I have is these percentages, though, they are percentages of that fifth year uh, generation Revenue. of what the I Tesla did car. Right. So exactly. 25% so what, what I of do. the Tesla at 10 million, not exactly. what it is now. So I, exactly. I start with the block of revenue from the car. So the 10 million cars will bring me, I don't know, 500 billion of, of, uh, of revenue. Then I add a third of that for um, energy, which will be 150 uh, billion. Mm -hmm. Then I add uh, for, for um, yeah. software as a service, the 120 billion and then i add 10 percent, which would be 50 uh, billion for the bots so this is a block of sales numbers how much revenue comes in and then i deduct from those to profits okay 
I like it. Obviously, I do like it. It is uh, aggressive with the bots, but I actually am. I've been telling you, I'm actually more of a believer that the bots will sell more than the FSD per se because of the reasons I just outlined. But um, 10%, so that's like $80 billion worth of sales of bots in five years. That is pretty aggressive. 50 billion. 50 billion, yeah. I, I, honestly, I think we're not that far away. I think at the moment we're just constrained by hardware. And yeah. uh, and I do believe we're, I mean, five years is a long, long time, Herbert. Where were you five years ago, 2018? <laughs> it's just, we're impatient, I do see, but five years is a long time, yeah. It's a short time. You think it's a long time. I think it's a short time. But yeah, I agree <laughs> with you. This is pretty funny. Okay, so now we've covered your uh you know, five years and then you're 10 years, you're really mm. doubling everything it looks like. And, and then FSE and bot, like you said, just quadruples. Okay. Yeah. So what is your 10 year, um, your, your 10 year price target is at the uh, 3000? No, it's at 11,000. So why would it be? Because 3 trillion of profits would actually mean that it's just a multiplier of one to do at three thousand dollars the stock price right the the earnings per share with three trillions of profits can't be just a multiplier of one i am very conservative with giving it at eleven thousand dollars to stock price a multiplier of not even four right because that would mean tesla is actually not growing anymore a multiplier of four is is for you know, the most conservative companies. But on the other hand, I'm also telling myself, oh, come on, you've been now so, you know, believer of what Elon tells you, do it modest with a multiplier. So I'm I'm a little bit conservative on the multiplier. Deep in my heart, I actually think the Tesla deserves a multiplier between 10 and 15. But if I come out and say the stock is going to be between 30 and 40,000, people are going to think I'm even crazier than I usually am. So I, I kept it moderate at, at 11,000, which is 40 times from here. And people think that's crazy, but that's this crazy. is actually conservative. It's a conservative bull, uh, bull scenario. So... Uh, $11,000 per share. And right now yes. it's $300 a share. Not even. Um, it's 260 or even not. Yeah. It's 40 yeah, times okay. from here. It's 40 times from here. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I see Herbert. Yeah. Herbert is going, okay, how much money do I have times 40? How much yes. money? Do I, <laughs> <laughs> I see you thinking. I see you thinking. Yeah. Um. But no, but I'm just to be clear, you did say 10 years from today. So you're talking 2033, yes. which is not the I same am. as what everybody's saying at 2030. Um, and you know, is... I'm actually upset. I'm actually upset about all these people thinking that 2030 something stops. I mean, mm -hmm. you've got to be kidding. Why do they all have a horizon? I understood that in 2020, you thought out to 2030, but now we're three years ahead. Lots of things happened. I mean, in 2020, how many cars did Tesla sell? I think yeah, it was yeah. two two hundred fifty thousand, right? Something like that, and and uh, now we're nearly at two million, and they are still haven't moved. It's as if there's a barrier twenty thirty, and they're putting their nose at it and can't get over it. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm still okay with it because I think a traditional long term investor, you should be looking out seven years, and uh, seven to ten years is fine with me. So I I'm perfectly fine with people saying, you know, here's my target for twenty thirty. That's fine. It's still mm. it's still um, you know the right way to right viewpoint. So let's go through your a little bit more closely your estimates for cars. <clears throat> so this is what you drew out, yes. right? 
yes. So, so this is the number of cars mm -hmm. up to 20 million. As you can see, um, I'm trying to be conservative for 2030. Mm -hmm. We just run 14 and a half million. Yeah. Again, this could be steeper. Usually they fulfill their promises. Uh, I was uh, so the numbers I just told you all about are based on these charts. So you yeah. you see, I'm not going crazy with my estimations no. for the cars. Agreed. That's I I totally okay. would buy this a hundred percent. Yeah. Good. So this mm -hmm. is my numbers, you know, for the four blocks, auto energies, uh, software as a service and bots. So autos is in red, obviously at the moment, making up most of it, 2023. Then in 2026, we're starting to have a little bit of energy and we're having a little bit of, of the FSD visible there. Then in 2028, those two blocks, the blue and the, the, the gray, extend a little bit and the bots and then obviously 2033 the whole image is different because suddenly you realize that cars and what 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 was so nice in that animation we saw earlier from tesla talks that cars is a nice to have but the real income is coming from the blue and the yellow block which is service as a, a software as a service and the bots okay so when i look at this table thank you for doing this by the way it's much more clear to me what you're doing you're very, very conservative. So from five years from now, you're really not saying that FSD is going to be this massive behemoth. You're not saying bots are going to be behemoth yet. They're tiny little things at this point. What is your price target for 2028, five years from now? Well, 2028, my my profit, let me just get my number so I get this right. Um, my profit is at 100 billion. Okay. What is a multiplier for a company that will see the growth between 20, leave that chart up. I think that's actually a good, a good chart for that. What would be the multiplier for a company that sees a growth? Like you see it here in the last two columns, the 2028 to 2033. I do believe that, you know, uh, uh, a multiplier between 30 and 40 with that growth uh, expectation is absolutely warranted. So if you have a hundred billion and you, let's say we put 35 uh, uh, multiplier on it, you are at 3.5 trillion. So we are above Apple then, we're above Apple then, and the, the stock price would be about 3,500 in 2028. So in five years, I'm going to see a 10X. <laughs> I like that. In five years, <laughs> and good. You're, and you're it's just being very conservative. I know. I mean, I'm, honestly, I don't think I'm going crazy. No. So this is the part that's the debate, or this is the part that I think is defendable, defensible for you, because you're not going crazy on the bots. You're not going crazy in FSD. You've basically taken a nice, and then we just covered your, your here that, you know, 10 million. It's, I, I told you, I'm very comfortable with this very easily. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm yes. very comfortable with the 10 million by 2028. You're not going crazy there. And just based on your calculations on just this bit, you're already at 10x. So I feel good, right? Obviously, who wouldn't if my stock is and, going to potentially and let 10x me add in this. five years? Let me add that because because the, the naysayers of this world will come, yeah, but what happens if they cut costs and whatever? Herbert, you are interviewing so many people there, including obviously our own Cyberbull, Jeff. They are so focused on reducing costs. And reducing costs, what does it mean? It means maintaining margins. So what I'm doing here in my models, I mean, obviously simplifying it, what I'm communicating here, but I actually do believe that the margin is going to 
increase, even though the cars will be at lower prices, which will allow them to have more cars on the street, which are more vectors, more carriers of software as a service. So the, the, the whole model that Tesla has put in place is actually genius. It is absolutely genius. Yeah. So thank you for bringing that up because uh, I obviously, uh, and repeating it to, f to f folks as well, they're forgetting that these factories, as they build them and they're building them with the Unbox model, they're continuously focused on cost reductions. They already proven that they can reduce costs just yeah. as Model 3 alone was a 30% reduction in the last three years. And so as these things scale, as they become more roboticized, uh, if, and the robots start coming in to help even with the simple task without them selling it and making revenue from the robot sales, you are going to see increase in profit despite the fact that they reduce the price and the sales of FSD and so forth. Because yeah. we already know the value of the FSD today. It's only going to get better as we move along. So that's good. Can you want to just show me the, the income and profits here? What was yes. the takeaway? From okay. This? So these are, these are the same numbers, just put differently, because now we have in red the total income from all the four blocks and in yellow the profits. I mean, it looks as if we have hardly any profits in 2023. Don't believe that we have, will have 12 billion of profits this year, 10 to 12 billion. So it, I know it looks little, but it is because what's coming is so much bigger, right? In 2026, you will see that already a little bit profitability increases, right? In 2028, even more. But when it really happens, and that's why I'm insisting so much that people stay in Tesla for the long run, it will happen when we're getting to these profit margins of 50%, which will be in my case, latest 2033. Obviously, I hope it's coming earlier, but I don't want to, you know, be too optimistic. It is when software as a service and the bots, which is software, are fully deployed and people pay constantly. Why is it? Because first of all, as I explained earlier, your market is much bigger. You now suddenly have all the cars out there. You're not only making profit on the car that you're producing this year, for which you have costs this year, but you have these cars carrying the software, whether they are one-year-old or five-year-olds, or whether they're from Tesla or any of their licensed partners. So your, your income source suddenly got much, much larger. And then the second thing is obviously that the, the profitability of software is so much higher. We know that from all the other software models that we have out there. And, uh, and, and I think both the combination of these two, that's where really the, the importance of these models is and where it's important to sometimes zoom out and understand how, you know, huge this potential is. Okay. So I love that. Uh, do I dare ask you, what do you project to happen in the next year, the next two years? And then of course, you just shared what's going to happen in three years. So the thing is for me, being able to, to comment on short-term stock is impossible, right? I mean, what we saw Q4 last year, Elon selling the mess with whatever, that's stuff you have no you have no grip of. Uh, if you have sufficient liquidity, make sure you you know you can accumulate. Is it painful if you need to sell at these moments? It's horrible. It's horrible. But again, been talking about this since I'm on the cyber balls. It's really important you have a long, long vision with stocks like I mean with all stocks, but with stock like Tesla even more. 
I do believe there will be a crucial moment is when suddenly what I'm just telling you here, and you know, it's not complicated. I, I may not find the best English words for it, but it's not, it's not complicated to understand. Yet, so few understand it. There are people who know the details much better, right? The people much more into robotics or much more into software. But the but but it's important that the layman's of this world and the Wall Street analysts of this world suddenly understand the potential. What we just talked about, that this becomes visible for we don't need to wait for 2033 to have these stock prices. Once Wall Street understands, once the institutionals understand, once these fund measures understand that this is so much bigger than Apple is, the stock will rise because then we're not in the hundreds anymore. So can I predict when that happens? I can't. I have no feeling for that. There's politics. There's so much more going on. But by holding, you're sure that you will have it when the results are in the bank, right? But most probably you'll have them much earlier just because suddenly Wall Street understands what's happening and then discounts it into the price. Hey there, thank you for joining me. If you can, please consider supporting this channel so I can keep it going. It's a lot of work arranging all these amazing interviews. One of the easiest ways is just to click that join button and become a member of the channel. Thank you very much. and Let's get brighter. Okay. So the number one uh, concern, or actually not the number one, but uh, one of the top concerns that most investors have, particularly the institutional, is the key man risk. So based on your analysis, what you just explained, all these four different business units based on their progress today, what would happen if Elon decides to focus on SpaceX instead and all about the Mars and leave somebody else to run Tesla or, God forbid, some other issue forbids him from working on Tesla? What is going to happen to your projections? So there, I'll give you an answer in, in two parts. First of all, I was highly impressed. And I don't know whether you noticed, but the subject key man risk has disappeared since. I was highly impressed by Investor Day March 2023. I still remember these people going out of there and writing posts and, and articles about, oh my God, this was not what the fund managers wanted to hear. This was not this, this was not that. Yet everybody understood one thing. There were 16 geniuses sitting up there telling us how motivated they are, how professional they are. I still remember Rebecca on the on the superchargers. I don't know whether you remember Rebecca, but I do. I mean, I remember all of them because I watched it a couple of times, but each and every one of them left me with this impression of being top notch. So yes, I love Elon and I want Elon to be there and be the inspiration for everything. But as we've seen actually with the Twitter bubble, um, his daily presence is not necessary anymore. What is necessary is that he focuses on Tesla until we're there. When will we be there? I actually think we will be there in a technological way, probably in the next five years. I'm not sure that Tesla needs him daily there after 2028, it could be even earlier. What, what is happening right now, getting to this version 12 of FSD, getting the bot up and running, these are the crucial moments, but they're happening right now. Now, may they go into HVAC, may they go into planes, into boats, into what, what do I not know? I mean, there will always be a project. You know, we now at the moment know these four pillars. There may be more by the time we're getting to 2028 and certainly 2033, but I do believe the bench I saw in March and 
actually this this parenthesis around Twitter with him being less focused and and then being immediately back at, on the job when when Linda was uh, was recruited helped me understand that he can be there on an on and off situation and give us enough comfort. So while these last 12 months was pain, more painful for all of us, um, there's actually a good silver lining about this all. There really is. So I do believe he will be around for quite a while still. And, um, and then he may go to Mars and that will be it, right? And uh, Tesla will continue to strive. Yeah, so I agree with everything you just said, by the way. Uh, the other thing that you said that's actually <clears throat> very, very important, uh, I've been trying to remind folks is, you know, here you've got a 10-year outlook for Tesla, and this is till 2033, and what you've modeled out are these four major businesses. But as you just pointed out, why are people not realizing that next year there's going to be a brand new business unit? And then the year after, there'll be yet another brand new business unit because yeah. that's what they've done every year. They just launched yeah. Lithium Refinery last year. They did yeah. bots two years ago. Uh, they will just announce something brand new uh, every single year. And that's going to be a whole new business unit that's just going to take off like crazy. And so you're actually being very conservative <laughs> because right? you're not including right? these unknown right? business units. I tell you. My multiplier is low. My unknowns are low until 2028. I'm really keeping it modest. I mean, honestly, I think they are not crazy at all, my and numbers. The other thing that we're not adding to all this is the convergence of technology that, yes. uh, that makes exponential even more exponential. So uh, this is yeah. well-documented. And so when you've got bots, then you've got your Dojo supercomputer that's 100 exaflops. What does that do to the car business, to the factories? What does it do to the software? What yeah. does it do to FSD? They all just boom, right? When FSD becomes better, what does it do to the bots? Um, what does it do to energy and auto bidder, uh, the ability to roll out superchargers and energy? All of these mm -hmm. things just get faster and faster and faster. And so, you know, it's just something we haven't, like, you know, like, yeah, they can produce this many cars per, uh, per factory per day. I think they just announced Tesla Giga Shanghai can produce one. A car comes out every 40 seconds. That's yes. Giga Shanghai. That's today. But they were improving that. And the, the guy that was being interviewed, he, he, told, he told the interviewer, this was just uh, two weeks ago, by the way being interviewed by a Chinese interviewer and the guy said, it used to be 45 seconds. It's now mm. 40 seconds. He had to correct her. Mm. <laughs> five seconds out of 45 seconds. It's enormous. It's enormous. It's enormous. I mean, the, the whole auto industry is trying, when, when Ford, I remember that, not that I was really in, in cars, but when Ford was able to have the 60 seconds, it was like the celebration of a century, right? Now we're down to 40. This is crazy. Crazy. And so, like I said, everything that we just said accelerates all that. So thank you so much, Alexander. This was fun. <laughs> I, I joke around that we were joking around that I used to be the bull of the, all of us and you and Jeff were the rational, you know, I'm like, I am come rational. on. Didn't I, didn't I prove that I'm really rational here? You not, you did not get me to say that my price target is $11,000 a share at 2033. I didn't say that. You did. So you're a little... Uh, I did. With all confidence, <laughs> but not financial advice. Not financial advice. Thank you so much, Alexandra.
Perfect. And a pleasure. Appreciate you. Follow her at Tesla Bloomer Mama if you haven't already. 70,000 people are following her on Twitter. So get on it. So grateful. So grateful. Thank you.